Melissa Murphy with The Fund, and welcome to Title Now. This is the podcast where we explore different topics affecting the real estate settlement business. Today, we're going to talk a little bit about marketing. Most title agents in Florida, and this includes attorney agents, are small businesses. They generally don't have marketing departments. Or said another way, they are their marketing department. Attorney agents rely on themselves to go out and make rain to send business their way. When I started practicing law over 30 years ago, our marketing plan was pretty simple. Be active in the same organizations as our referral sources. So the local board of realtors, the local builders association, the chamber of commerce, and then we would sprinkle in some of the well-known charities or service organizations like Rotary or United Way, Ronald McDonald House, whatever we were personally interested in, participating in those organizations was a great way to get out and network. And being active allowed us to get to know people throughout the community and make sure they knew who we are and what we did. Well, needless to say, times have changed. Nowadays, potential clients rely on social media outlets and the internet to get information about home buying or selling. Even though they still rely a lot on real estate agents, they are definitely using these other sources. Over the past several years that I've been here at the fund, lots of fund members have told me that they feel like they don't have enough time to devote to what they think is good marketing and especially these social media outlets and website creation and how to keep it maintained and timely. And they want the fund's help. So we did some research, we did some checking around, and we think we have found a great solution for fund members. My guest today at Title Now is Dean Kalora from TitleTap. And Dean is here to talk with me about what attorney title agents can do to improve their presence out in the market and to talk about the program that he has created uh, with his partners to support fund members. So welcome, Dean. Thanks for taking the time to talk with me. Thanks, Melissa. Really honored to be on and uh, looking forward to the conversation. Sure. So tell us about Title Tap. Who are you? (laughs) Great question. Uh, Uh, Who are you, Dean? Yeah, who am I? (laughs) Who is this guy? Well, uh, just to kind of kick it back and provide some context. So I was actually in the title industry uh, for about 10 years. I worked for an attorney in the Tampa Bay market and wore all the hats, right? I I mean, end of month was no joke. And uh, just being heads down, processing files and and also having to also have the the responsibility of marketing. I I certainly empathize with everyone listening today because I've lived it. And that's kind of where the story sort of took hold and, and began. My partner, uh, Elliot Dill, uh, who's the other co-founder of Title Tap, we both met in the University of South Florida during the downturn. And um, I was just rolling off of a very complex website project for our company and uh, said, there's got to be a better way. I mean, it was just, it was so painstaking. And um, the, I interviewed about seven different vendors. No one knew what the heck title insurance was. And so I felt like I was just training this vendor on the business and was really hoping to rely on their expertise when they were asking of mine. Long story short, it was a huge distraction to my core competency and and 
making rain, so to speak, uh, in the field. So um, needless to say, we teamed up and that's sort of how TitleTap got its start. In a nutshell, TitleTap is a sort of a multi-channel. So we, we deal with different digital channels, online marketing platform. So everything from, from websites to social to video, email marketing, et cetera. And uh, we're basically the folks that shout your brand from the rooftops and uh, help put out there what you're doing in the field uh, to make those connections and, and to create those uh, opportunities to connect and, and hopefully convert a sale. So do you think that your experience in the industry is what really makes you uniquely qualified to help fund members? Because do you feel like the learning curve is that great? I mean, I, I empathize completely with your statement that nobody understands title insurance. I think that continues to be a challenge for our industry. But do you think that your experience in the industry is what really positions you to help fund members? It's a large portion of it, Melissa, because... Uh, you have to understand the customer's customer to really understand what kind of context your technology needs to have. Everyone connects with information differently online. And so in our industry, there's certain pieces of information that the customer is looking for, and there's a certain way to deliver that. And unless you've, you've really come from our space, uh, I'm not saying it's, it's not um, possible, but it makes it a little bit more challenging because as as the customer, if you're having to train a vendor who's never heard of title insurance or doesn't know what a realtor really does or what buyers or sellers are looking for, it's that much harder to understand which platforms and, and where to kind of put that content to connect the best uh, with that consumer. And it's different. It's different across the country um, and even within the state, depending on where you are. If you know, you're in Miami, it's a little bit of a different culture than if you're dealing with you know, a group out of, out of Jacksonville or even Tampa. Interesting. So you make a point of looking at this from the user experience, from the potential customer's experience, in addition to taking into account what fund members need to have happen. Correct. Because a lot of the way the customer is looking for information has to align with your core competency. So where I think a lot of um, our customers will win is really understanding where they're good at. And so if you're providing a lot of value in a, in a handful of areas, but you don't really talk a lot about that online or anywhere for that matter, other than maybe your meetup groups, for folks looking for information that deals with those core competencies, it's, it's going to be a challenge to have you come up because if you're not posting that anywhere or, or sharing that anywhere, that's really for folks that don't know who you are. Their first stop is going to be online, uh, typically via Google, as they're looking for information. So let's get specific here and, and talk specifically about the plan that you have put together for fund members because... The first thing they're going to ask about, of course, is price and, and what is a typical price or are there differing levels of involvement that I can sign up for? So price is something we certainly have to talk about. But I also wanted to talk with you about how you can really tap into those issues that you've already outlined, emphasizing core competency, emphasizing the real value of having a real estate attorney in the transaction. So let's talk about that. What have you put together for fund members? Yeah. So in a nutshell, um, there's a couple of different, we'll call it golden nuggets for, for fund members that 
uh, really are, are, are designed to help you succeed with how you put your message out there. One of the first uh, things we did is, is naturally uh, there is a fun discount on the pricing. We can kind of circle back to that here in a, in a moment. Uh, but we've, we've really uh, teamed up, I feel, with the fund to integrate uh, best practices around fund content that illustrates some of the superior benefits of hiring uh, an attorney when you're considering doing any kind of, of, of title closing, um, because there's just things that come up, right? Things that come up that a non-attorney agent may struggle with addressing if they're not an attorney. So we want to highlight those things. There's also uh, certainly uh, marketing resources around uh, our platform that help you leverage engagement. Things like our, our email marketing uh, and our videos all help to boost things like search engine optimization because they're all very keyword rich, meaning they're already out of the box designed the way folks ask for information. Uh, so those are things that fund members don't have to come up with all by themselves. We, we have a running start with that. And one of the first things we always like to do is really get a deeper understanding of, you know, what types of customers uh, really are, our customer, in this case, the fund member, uh, is really trying to attract and making sure that, you know, we are aligning those types of, of core values that they are trying to exhibit to attract those customers online. And that's not just on their website, that's via social media. And, and those are things that I think, if you just leave it to chance on, you know, meeting that person via a networking group, uh, which is completely possible and, and happens every day, uh, I think you're leaving a lot on the table by not also mirroring what you're doing in the field online. And that's really where, where we help. Uh, we're really that bullhorn that is, again, shouting kind of what you're doing from the rooftops, uh, keeping your name out there. So it, it sounds like the key is for there to be content on a member's website, uh, in their social media accounts that will pop up or be triggered by the typical search terms and typical things that a potential client would plug in. That's certainly, that's certainly part of it. In the case of, of many fund members, um, you know, you're selling services and that's a little bit different than, than selling you know, shoes online or a typical product. You know, a lot of times uh, the customer wants to know who the humans are behind the business. And so what we're trying to do is really layer um, all your points of reference online to reflect, you know, not only professionalism, but actually connect the value to what they're looking for. Um, and, and usually it's a combination to what you're to your point, Melissa, of content of what they see of you on social media, but also your reviews are huge. I mean, we all, uh, I always chuckle because, you know, my, I think I've shared this story, but my wife is, is notorious for looking things up on, um, on Google. Uh, we do a lot of family trips and uh, stay in VRBOs. Uh, and so she'll constantly look at reviews before even calling or emailing. And if we kind of really look at it, we're, we're all the same. We, we, we do that. We hit Google. We look at what others are saying. So having sort of this multi-prong approach when you're thinking about online marketing is, is really critical because as a consumer, we're not just looking in one place. We're looking in several different places, and you want to make sure everything's on point. So then is one of the ways that you help fund members is help them encourage people to post positive reviews because it seems like that is something that has to come from the consumer and you don't have 100% control over that. 
You don't. And one of the things that is is really not a best practice, which a lot of folks do, um, and there's a bit of a risk with it, is they will share their direct public uh, link to Google or to Facebook as the first means of giving that customer the chance to sort of share their feedback. Uh, and naturally, if it's not great feedback for whatever reason, it could be that the coffee was cold. You don't want that out there, right? Because that's just going to fester and now you have to deal with it. And you don't want to necessarily go, you know, toe to toe, if you will, in front of everyone. You want to take that offline. So one quick side tangent, if you are running into that, if you've, if you've got a bad review, it's not the end of the world. Um, it just shows that you're human and What's, what's even more, I think, of value is how quickly, A, that you respond to it, and, and B, how you respond. So we, we always recommend is, you know, put your phone number out there, invite them to call the office, show that you're not hiding under a rock, right? You're, you're, gonna, you're trying to meet this head on. If you've got 10 reviews and eight or nine are, are good, and you've got one or two that are, that are not so good, you know, the common folk that are out there know with, with some sense that, hey, you're not going to bat a thousand every time, but you didn't, you didn't hide from it. You tried to deal with it and you even gave them the opportunity to reach your office to reach a resolution. So that, that's almost um, even more valuable than having straight five stars. Uh, so one of the things that we've done for fund members is we do have a module that is sort of a gatekeeper system, so to speak. Uh, if it's a, you know, a, a positive review, it's going to encourage uh, that consumer to share that on Facebook or Google. If it's a not so positive uh, review, it's going to take that back internal and allow you to mitigate that with uh, that customer before that, you know, they hit hit the ground running in the public domain. There's no guarantee that they can't find you on Google and still post a bad review, but you certainly have control on what you market out there. And so this allows you to market a system that's that's sort of not directly going to be posted right on Google and Facebook uh, right when someone submits it. So it gives you a little bit of a layer to filter out and give you an opportunity to, to make things um, right with that customer, you know, before they post something. So you mentioned modules that fund members can choose from. Is that sort of how you built a program from them that they can select from different modules based on either what they want to accomplish or the cost associated with that? Is that what you meant by modules? Yes. So we, we, we know that everyone uh, is in a different phase in their business and we're all about just meeting uh, fund members where they are. So uh, whether you're just starting out or you have you know a staff of 30, your needs are going to be a little bit different uh, and we want to be able to add value at every phase of your growth. And so uh, we did, our platform is developed uh, in a modular sense uh, we do have bundled plans, which is is where the fund discount comes into play. If you wrap some of our modules in with a website plan, you, you, the economics make make a lot more sense. But if you're just looking for some a la carte items uh, to add to what you already have, we have that available as well. So how is it going? Are you getting good feedback from fund members? Are you getting business from fund members and and they're telling you that this is working i want to sign up for another level of modules here what's going on yeah we are and you know we're all about it being a crawl walk run for some fund members it you know it's it's diving right in and um, leveraging um, our we'll, we'll call it the enterprise plan uh which has social media built into it because they realize their, you know, their budget doesn't allow them to hire a, a high-paying marketing person right now, uh, and so they want to grow into that. 
Uh, others that even have a, a, a marketing person leverage the system differently so that their marketing person can be more in the field. So, you know, it, it's, it's, it's being used differently just depending on, on the need. And what's really interesting is that it's for, for many fund members, it's allowed them to really mirror what they're doing in the field. You mentioned a lot of great uh, activities that, you know, certainly we're not saying abandon. We're just saying, you know, in, you know, complement it with with an online presence. You know, things like, you know, in being involved with charities and, and networking. The, the difference here is you want to tell the world about that, right? Because they, they want to know and, and they want to know that you're a well-rounded business and what a lot of uh, fund members and customers will do is simply just copy. Uh, if you have a marketing meeting, you know, once a week, once a month, they'll copy our team and, uh, and you know, uh, signify uh, which pieces of that marketing meeting they want on blast uh, on the platform. And so that gets triggered to be put out there as a blog post or as a certain landing page or, uh, a, you know, a Facebook post. And so that eliminates a lot of the minutia that someone would have to do, whether that was the owner uh, or the uh, the marketing person themselves, which is probably not the best ROI on their time. It allows them to leverage this sort of staff augmentation, if you will, and to keep things fairly current and relevant, mirroring what they're doing in the field. So that's been a huge advantage for a lot of our customers. And it's it's been going great, especially if you have a, like, a lot of events too. Uh, we have a lot of folks that do workshops and they leverage uh, part of our platform includes an events module uh, where folks can register in real time for events and uh, they've, they've leveraged that uh, quite a bit. So what is the hurdle that you face in getting fund members to understand the value of what you do? Because this sounds fabulous. I mean, compared to what I went through when my firm was building its website, I mean, it sounds, the experience that you had sounds very familiar to the experience that we had when we were trying to build our website. It just was tedious and laborious. And they said, okay, now send us all this content that we had to develop on our own. So this just sounds so much easier and so much more user-friendly and so much more geared specifically toward what it is fund members do. So what is your biggest hurdle? What can you tell the listeners out there they are probably guilty of? <laughs> of uh, what is causing them to not call you? Yeah, well, I, I think the hardest part, there's a couple things. I think one is, is again, not knowing, A, what the cost is in budget. Um, and many times, you know, if, if, it, if anyone out there has, has shopped it, social media management, website design and, and development, that by itself, not including the, the other things that we do, can, can really run the gamut into the tens of thousands of dollars. And so it, it, it's, that can be a hurdle for folks, especially just starting out. But I, I think the other part here is the bandwidth, is the time that they feel is going to be pulled from them to make this happen. And, and I think that's where we're really different. Once you've identified, and, and one thing, one tip I can, I can leave, because this will help anyone out there regardless, really document your true value proposition to your, to your base, to your, to your customers. Um, and, and an easy way to do that is, is you know, take a look at the last 10 transactions. There's a story there, right? What what have the last eight out of ten? What have they been? Have they been first time home buyer, investor? Have they been uh, luxury? What's that story? And 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 let's let's that's your starting point right there. 
once you've identified what you're currently doing, then evaluate, you know, is it the right kind of business for you? Um, are you making the right kind of margins? And if you're not, then it's time to pivot. Maybe you want more, you know, luxury business. I know everybody does. Well, what kind of story does that need to sound like in order to connect with, with those customers? What do you do that's so special? These are the things that what makes you unique, the differentiators, those are things that have to come from within. So, so knowing what those are really helps the process uh, across the board. So it helps with the targeting. It helps with uh, just how we connect the content. And I, I would say that as an exercise in general is just good for any firm to do. Um, it really helps provide the vision uh, kind of go forward as well. But yeah, I think, uh, Melissa, to your point, it's, it's usually you know, a, a better understanding of cost and a better understanding of time. And uh, short of that, it's not really understanding what the technology is designed to do. That, that could be another gap uh, that I see out there. Because remember, this is just a platform to project your message in, in, in multiple different channels. Um, at the end of the day, it's, it's services. So th- this is not a silver bullet to 15 more you know, sales this month. This is to give you the opportunity to stay in front of those prospects so that when they're ready, A, you're easily found, B, they've already built a trust with you with what they found online to give you the opportunity to close that sale when they do call or when they do email. Uh, I'm sure many can relate to that. You know, some, we've, I'm sure so many of you have been working on certain customers for months. Um, they're just not ready, right? And you just need to be there when they are. And, and that's what we certainly help you know, to provide. And, and when they do make that call to you, you help them through that process of looking at themselves and trying to articulate what their value proposition is. You help them with that process? We, we as part of what we do, if it's not already identified, um, for many, it's, you know, digging a little bit deeper than just I help realtors, I help buyers, I help sellers, I help uh, investors. It's, it's more than that. How? Yes. Well, what is yes. it that it clearly has to be more yeah, than yeah, that. Yeah, because, you know, you'll, you'll find those buckets on, on, on most websites. That doesn't tell me anything as a customer. I want to know what you do specifically for me. So break it up into genre. And, and, and so we tend to ask uh, Melissa questions just to aid. We don't, we're not, you know, copywriters or, or content creators. But what we do is we do ask questions to help guide that process so that when it's, well, Dean, you know, I, I'm aiming or targeting for this type of customer. Well, how do you help that customer, right? And, and, and really, really dig deep in what, is, what, what are those kinds of customers saying about your service? Well, you know, why is that realtor coming back to you? What is, what is so fabulous about that experience? Because like him or her, there's 10 others that probably want that same experience. So let's articulate that out there. Let, let's let others find that out and connect with that. And so it's thinking that through a little bit and connecting those dots. And then what we're really good at is then projecting that in, in, a, in a myriad of formats and on a regular basis. So really helping once you leave that marketing meeting every week, every month, you know, all you have to do is copy our team and illustrate where you want what and the rest is taken care of. And that's really where I think the time savings has been and the consistency has been, because that's, that's something that you know, I think a lot of fund members can relate to as well, is that you, know, you get busy and it's hard to stay consistent uh, while you're running your business and, and you're managing files and people to stay connected with the marketplace online. It can be difficult. I think it's a little ironic, I guess, 
that people are afraid of the social media and the website, and they don't really understand the connection between developing those resources and getting business to come their way, and they feel like that's going to take a whole lot of time and effort on their part. But the reality is, once you do this little bit of upfront work by working with TitleTap, it's just going to happen. And it's actually easier. It is. You're it's already doing it. It's easier than what marketing used to be. Yeah, because you're already doing it, right? You're already doing those in the field activities for the most part. It's just taking it to the next step of mirroring what you're doing in the field online. And that's, and that's really where we can help. We, we're, we're structured to take what you've done and then put that on blast out there. And, and that's, that's the, one of the biggest missing pieces for, for many folks is that, well, you know, Melissa, I'll have conversations. Well, you're really active in the community, right? Yeah, I'm part of, you know, six different organizations. I sit on this board and that board and I'm, you know, I'm hosting these three events. And it's like, why haven't you told us? You know, like, we need to know, too, because that that's how we're going to get, you know, uh, that relevancy out there with what you're doing. If, you know, short of uh, me having one of my staff members in in the office just taking notes, uh, it's it's nothing but simply leaving that marketing meeting, shooting us an email with a summary that you've already created anyways for your staff and just saying, hey, this needs to go online. And, you know, that the rest is done. So um, and there's a there's a lot of different variations to how we can. Uh, connect uh, with with the type of content. It just depends on what's being promoted at what time. So what's um, what's new and different? What are you planning on changing up and, and tweaking for uh, this program that we have with the fund? Anything new planned for oh, 2019? Yeah. yeah, 2019 is going to be awesome. Really, really stoked about uh, what we've got coming this year. So I'm going to give you just a quick sneak peek of that, Melissa. We've got a... Um, so chat, right? Let's just talk for a quick second about chatbots. We have seen uh, definitely a rise in the request to integrate different third-party chat bots. When I say chatbot, if you go to Best Buy or name, name your top retailer, most of these retailers have someone, quote unquote, in the t- bottom right-hand corner that you can have a live uh, conversation with, like right when you're online, yes. there's, a, there's, a little, there's a little window and there's like a picture of a, of a person and you can type in your question and then you get a question back and um, there's a conversation that that ensues. It's usually because you're looking for a certain product or information or whatever. So we have seen a pickup of that kind of, of widget or tool in in our industry, right? So what we've also received, though, are kind of the, the woes of having that kind of a widget. So what happens for most of these third-party uh, solutions is that you have to still write out a script. If it's not going to be someone that is going to be live, uh, an actual staff member live that's manning that particular solution, um, so that when a customer or a prospect pings it, they're going to be the ones that respond right away. It has to be sort of you know artificially smart in knowing where to put this prospect or customer based on the question they ask. Well, writing that script is a lot of work. And so to date, most of the folks that, uh, that we have that use these tools do not have a script. They just simply have turned on the live feature. And the challenge with that is that if, if that person or if you're, if you're not staffed for that, now that person is sitting there waiting for an answer and it has the opposite effect, right? It's supposed to give them that instant gratification to move them to the next step. 
if you don't, if you're not staffed properly for that, it, it has a reverse effect. And now you've just frustrated this right. prospect and chased them away. So what we have done is, and what's coming here uh, in short order uh, in, in this first quarter, knock on wood, is we have an artificially intelligent uh, chatbot where we have already scripted, uh, whether you're a multidisciplined uh, law firm or if you're an attorney uh, agent that just has a focus and title, we have, we have scripting for both already done for you. Uh, certainly, they can be modified based on your practice and, and expertise, but uh, you don't have to do all the heavy lifting of writing the script. And it's super, super slick, Melissa. It, it routes things to the appropriate departments, uh, notifies. So it's almost like a lead generation tool, if you will. It, it copies wow. the conversation. Yeah, super, super slick. So that's rolling out to aid the initial conversation uh, when people hit your website. Uh, we also have uh, an accessibility widget to help folks with disabilities access your, your website uh, better. This has really become a, a big deal with uh, all the ADA compliance regulation that's coming out. Um, there's really not a thing uh, such as an ADA compliant website. There, there hasn't been like an official guide to my knowledge put out there for that. But what we've done to kind of help support uh, users with disabilities is come out with this accessibility widget, which does a myriad of things like makes the cursor bigger, makes the fonts uh, easier to read uh, based on selection. So, so that's coming out and uh, we're excited about that. Just in short order too, we've got um, a, a probably, I don't know, a half dozen or so training videos to assist with marketing. Uh, and that's something we're collaborating on with the fund so that you at least have for you DIYers that are out there, if you want to take a stab at doing some things on your own. We want to make sure that we provide that value. And I believe we're working with Renee of Rattan on uh, the Flaric meetups. Uh, so we have a, uh, a workshop t- style. You know, we talked a little bit on this uh, podcast about identifying uh, the, the right kind of customer for you. So we're going to dive deeper into that conversation at those workshops uh, and sort of talk about next steps. So you're going to be doing some workshops around the state with some of our local real estate councils. Is that what these meetups are? That's what the meetups are. And we're really, really excited about that. Um, I don't I don't believe we have the calendar finalized yet, but that is, our, that is the plan in, in making as of uh, the time of this podcast. Okay. All right. So basically coming soon to your theater near you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. And then just to round it out, we, we're going to be doing a lot more content integration uh, with the fund as well, where, you know, again, where fund members don't have to come up with uh, all the content you know, by themselves. We're going to have a lot of the best of what the fund has produced and have that out of the box available for you uh, and, and distribution throughout the website. So this content would be available for individual fund members to link to or utilize on their own websites. Correct. Lots of stuff in store for 2019. Well, Dean, I am very impressed with the breadth of this effort that TitleTap has gone to to try to benefit fund members because it is time consuming to market your firm and your services when you are so busy actually doing that which you would like to promote. And so to the extent that TitleTap has been set up and designed to facilitate that just sounds amazing. And I hope that this podcast will get you a whole flood of phone calls and emails. And along those lines, how do people get in touch with you if they are intrigued by what they heard today? 
Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, certainly looking forward to helping any way we can. You could uh, simply uh, email info, I-N-F-O, at TitleTap, T-I-T-L-E-T-A-P.com, info at TitleTap.com. Just mention that you're a fun member and, uh, and we'll, we'll take it from there. But uh, yeah, super excited. The fund is, is an amazing organization, has a ton of resources, and we've really been equally impressed at the commitment to driving value and success for fund members and uh, fund members themselves, uh, you know, everyone we've connected with is has been super talented and have a lot to offer. And so we're just excited to help spread that message and, and help them to drive more success. Well, it sounds great. Thanks, Dean. Thanks for your time today. Thanks for having me, Melissa. Um, I, I hope that this podcast shows fund members who are listening that we do listen to you and we listen to what you are saying you need for us to help you with to be successful. And everyone agrees that marketing is an important part of having a successful real estate settlement business. So I hope this podcast will show you what we're doing here at the fund in in partnership with TitleTap and give Dean a call because they should be able to guide you in the right direction. It just seems to be a really good fit uh, to work with Title Tap in this context. So thanks for listening. And as always, thank you for your support of the fund.